Welcome to the Conscious CEO Podcast. I'm Steve Bowman and I look forward to spending the next five or so minutes with you talking about our latest subject, the CEO Syndrome. One of the greatest threats we've found that CEOs and board members have told us about over the last four or five years is what we've termed the CEO Syndrome, which is where how does a CEO or a board member know that they're actually getting the information that they truly require to make the decisions that are necessary for the organization? Are they making decisions based on information that is incomplete or has been partially hidden or has been compromised in some way? And we've been told this over and over again by CEOs and in particular chairs of boards that they sense they're not getting at the, at the truth of what's going on in the organisation. They can't name or define what their sense of unease is or why they're apprehensive about the information they're receiving because they know that no one's actually lying to them. And in most cases, they know that the people providing them with the information aren't, in, aren't dishonest, but nor are they telling the CEO or the board everything that they need to know. So often the CEO or the chair senses that something's not quite right but can't quite put their finger on it and the most common reaction to that is give us more information. So how do you as a leader know that the information you're receiving is objective and unbiased? And in particular what creates the environment where the information you do get is actually being filtered or biased or in some cases actually withheld? What can you do to ensure the information that you do receive actually reflects the actual situation and the possibilities from that situation and is not created from someone else's bias? And this is what we've termed the CEO syndrome. The controversy surrounding the syndrome is that we believe that you, as the leader, as the person receiving or relying on this information, actively creates this syndrome for yourself. The type of information that staff and others provide is a direct result of how you have chosen to receive information in the past, what questions you've asked, how you've asked them, and whether or not you've had any fixed points of view about something. Now we know that when you've got a fixed point of view on something, that point of view means that you cannot receive anything that actually doesn't meet that particular point of view. So if someone has a different point of view on something, then it is unlikely that you'll actually be able to receive that information without putting it through the filters that you've created from your own fixed point of view. So this attachment to your own point of view actually blinds you to other possibilities and staff and others pick up on that very quickly to the extent that they actually start filtering information to you that they are sure is going to meet whatever your points of view are because they know whether overtly or whether it's unconscious that you will not be able to receive information unless it actually meets with your fixed point of view. So this CEO syndrome of fixed point of view means that you operate with a distorted sense of reality and it means that information is being consistently filtered through to you even though none of the staff or the people providing the information would actually say they were filtering. So how can you ensure that you're not suffering from the CEO syndrome? How do you turn this around so that you are actually receiving all relevant information without anyone filtering or camouflaging or omitting it? 
And we've found three main tools that can fundamentally change the style of information that you're receiving. The first tool is being willing to receive without judgment. Don't resist information that's given to you. Be constantly open, be vulnerable, be unresisting to any point of view put to you by staff or other leaders or by stakeholders. Be willing to receive everything without judging it as right or wrong or good or bad. Now that doesn't mean that you have to accept everything, but if you're willing to receive it, then you can make the choice whether or not you're going to do anything with the information or not. If you find yourself resisting information or you feel that your back is getting up or the, that some sort of energy is underlying it, that you're getting frustrated or upset or you feel as, well, why are they giving me this information? Then just stop yourself and ask, so what am I unwilling to receive here? What do I create meaningful for me that is stopping me from receiving this? So the real question to ask yourself is, what would it be like if I could actually receive all information without judging it? What would staff be more likely to do? The second tool that we've found is incredibly powerful is the tool of living as the question. This means using questions to bypass any preconceived answers you've already created. A question creates possibilities. It doesn't create limitations. So a, question's, a question allows you to see beyond what you already think you know. So if you find that you are choosing to live as the question here, everything is in from this point of view of curiosity and what else is possible. And if you're able to function as living as the question, then the information you receive and the quality of work that your staff provide will improve beyond measure. When you ask the type of question that is about creation or possibility, such as, so what would it take for this to happen? So what, is, what else is there possible for us to do here? What are the other possibilities here? How else might we do this? Then what it's doing is enabling staff and others to come up with the potential opportunities from which you then choose the one that's most suitable to the organisation. Stop seeking the answer. Put the focus on the question rather than on the answer. With the right question, you can then make much better choices and people will not start filtering information to you if they know you've already come up with an answer, even though neither you nor they can actually put your finger on what the answer is. How many times have you heard the phrase, look, I'm not sure what the right answer is, but I'll let you know when you give it to me. The third tool is interesting point of view. What would it look like if you viewed everything as an interesting point of view? It's not real, it's not right, it's not wrong, it's just an interesting point of view. Now please, don't say this to people, actually be interesting point of view. If you viewed everything from that place, then what sort of information would you get if people knew that you actually did listen to what they had to say and you viewed it as an interesting point of view? You're then able to make quicker decisions and you're able to receive information and you're able to make choices that are much quicker and more powerful for the organisation than if you have a fixed point of view on something. So we've found that the key things to actually facilitate within your organisation the flow of information that people need to make truly conscious and aware decisions has got everything to do with how you choose to filter 
and react to information that people give you. If you're able to receive without judgment, if you're able to live as the question, be the question, and if you're able to look at everything as interesting point of view, then you will find that staff and others will provide you with information that you wouldn't otherwise get. And from that space, you'll be able to make truly conscious and aware decisions. So I hope you've enjoyed this little discussion about the CEO syndrome. If you'd like to know more, then go to our website, lifemastery.com.au, and look at some of the articles on there. One of the articles is actually called The CEO Syndrome and goes into this whole notion in a bit more detail. So I hope you've enjoyed this. This is Steve Bowman signing off from the Conscious CEO series. Until next time.